This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 727 back. One thing we didn't mention about the health care thing, which is important, um, mm-hmm. it does appear that the Planned Parenthood funding goes away with this health care bill. Oh, that now, is really good. Yeah. Now, That's Trump really has good. offered funding to Planned Parenthood if they stop doing abortions, which is completely I, fine with me. I'm fine with that. Um, they're not so going they're not to. Going That's to. their whole deal. And it, it, I mean, as much as they scream and yell about women's health care, mm-hmm. pre-cancerous screenings, mammograms, we check their kidneys, we look for stones. <laughs> Shut up. The only thing they care about is performing abortions. That's all they care about. So would they drop abortions to get the funding? No way. No. No way. And and there's no reason we should be funding this privately owned company. What, are we, what the hell are we doing? Why are we doing it? First of all, not only is it immoral to be funding the death of, of babies, there, secondly, it's, it's un-American that we're funding this agency, this organization, that should be getting private funds from wherever they can. I don't care where they get them. Just don't get them from me. I don't want to fund your operation. I mean, you've got people who, who believe in it strongly, like Emma Watson, who played Hermione or, Hermione, or however you say it on Harry Potter, and she's in Beauty and the Beast. And now she's saying, uh, she, I don't know, she was on the street and somebody was asking her about donating something. And she said, give it to Planned Parenthood. They're the best. Let her fund it. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. ahead. You fund it. If you love it, if you believe in it, you fund it. Find the people who believe in you and raise money from them. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's all about this. The debate as far as Planned Parenthood is just uh, is whether the government is going to, uh, to, to cut them a check. It's not about whether they're going to stay open or closed. It should be about whether they stay open or closed, but it's not. It's about whether the government should fund them. The number, number one, it should never have been funded in the first place. Um, number two, um, uh, it should immediately stop with Republicans in control, and it looks like that yep. might happen. I will say, you know, um, it, because their defense is always, well, we don't spend any of that money on abortions. It's like, um, well, uh, I think it was Leon Wolf who tweeted yesterday. Well, if I, I have, I have t- uh, $20. Um, I ha- it's enough money for food or for heroin. 
Um, give me uh, t- another $20 and I'll buy both. Well, I guess uh-huh. technically he used your money to buy the food. But that, does that make you feel any better? Now he's bought heroin. Now, this is actually be a better Jeffy uh, scenario than Portland. Can we get a close-up of what's behind us here? No. Oh, Just take a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to show you the face of the defund Planned Parenthood effort. I mean, what's wrong with it? I'm sure she's great, but I mean, it's not the greatest picture in the world. <laughs> that was taken by a left-wing source. You yes. know that. Yes. And they're, they're trying to say that, okay, only ancient people um, Ancient, want- though. That's a... <laughs> That's a meth lab. That's a meth lab gone bad, right there. It's... You think uh, you're going to make this know. argument, really? With, really? with you on screen, you want to make we, that none argument? None of us should Look, be making this argument. There's at no all, question. But... No question that none mm-hmm. of us should. But as long as Less we are. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Now, uh, Facebook's artificial intelligence can apparently identify suicidal behavior. They, they've been having a tr- having a problem with this because people have been Facebook living yeah. their suicides, and that's. Just horrific. And I think Facebook would like to stop that. And I don't blame them. Um, So they claim that this will alert them to somebody who may be suicidal, and I guess they'd send help. The uh, ever-scaling operation frequently pushes out new features to keep users interested. And uh, right now, of course, it's Facebook Live, and we all love it. And uh, it's a service that lets you broadcast real time. We have to, I mean, we love it so much that well, we haven't done ours in a while, have we? Um, Facebook? Yeah, I was, our Facebook I, Live. I, I, uh, yeah, we have not done that in a while. I, I did go to the Pat Gray's Facebook page uh, just the other day. Yeah? Um, and I was interested. To say, like, well, I, and Pat had just posted something. I had posted something for the first time in two months. Yes, and so I, I decided to scroll back, mm. which I saw was Pat Gray on May f- March 5th posted something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then on, like, January 6th, had posted something. <laughs> the best part about the January 6th one was, I'm going to start posting a lot more frequently. <laughs> it was my New Year's resolution or something. I, and then I just, no. No, you didn't. Because the feedback I got from that was all the Trump crap. And I, I was just so done with it at that point. I'm like, I'm not even going to, no. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just feels like a waste of time sometimes. But. Yeah. But now I'm trying again. And uh, so maybe there'll be a you new are? post here soon. Yes. There you go. Nice. Uh, I actually tw- I actually Facebooked about the, the uh, uh, what was it? It was something involving BYU, right? Do you remember what it was? I don't remember which one it was. I've, I've forgotten too. Oh, I know what it was. BYU played uh, Gonzaga in basketball. And a lot of the Gonzaga fans dressed up to mock Mormons. Oh, right. Oh, right. Dressed up as missionaries, which is actually kind of funny. <laughs> and if you want to dress that uncomfortably and watch yeah. a basketball game, knock yourself out. But also they were screaming epitaphs and polygamy and anti-Mormon stuff and all of this. So one of the Gonzaga students that was ashamed of that wrote this great letter to the editor in the Gonzaga uh, mm. paper. And so I, I uh, posted that. And oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, by the way, because they said when we go to Provo, do they dress up as 15th century priests that are about to do witch trials? No. Mm-mm. Do they dress up as popes and mock us? No. And and he was right. And I just I thought that was Joseph great. Harshbarger. Ha- Joseph Harshbarger. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, it was it was a really well reasoned. That's interesting because you brought up a, a really big win for BYU over Gonzaga when that happened. You brought I up this did. great op-ed. I didn't get any update of See, what that's happened. Why this season has been so crappy? They beat the number one. Previously unbeaten team in the nation last week. Last night, they lose to St. Mary's by 31. By 31, wow. 31. I knew they lost, but... 30, 80 to, 81 to 50. 
God, so come strange. on. So strange. It's because they're so young. They're just, I mean, if anything goes wrong in the game, they, they, they don't respond well sometimes. And they certainly didn't there. Uh, okay, so uh, if you're Facebooking live, please don't commit suicide. It's just not, uh, even yeah. if you're not Facebooking live, don't commit suicide. Well, yeah, don't do it either way. But I will say that that is a, and that's a tough trend. How do you stop it? Because it's, yeah. it's a live broadcast. It's, it's a little yeah, I don't know. Difficult. I guess you could send help to somebody. Yeah. You know, I, try at least. Try. You could try. Um, uh, Jeffy, if you, now you, we should do this where Jeffy does a Facebook Live, the, starts to commit suicide, and we'll wait for them to come. And if it doesn't, I mean, if they're too late, we'll, we will rip them on the air the next day. You guys didn't save Jeffy from the suicide. Well, we may not on the air, but we might write a strongly worded letter. We won't. But uh, it's possible. Someone probably could. not, though. You know, I mean, it's, I'm probably not. busy. I mean, if, if I were to do that, though, I mean, I'd be. Yeah, but think of the point you'll, the end, you'll, you'll be. Think of the, think of you'll put it in Facebook's face. <laughs> <laughs> they will be like, "Oh man, he, he burned us." You know, we didn't stop the suicide. <laughs> so awful. That's uh, awful. Uh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Here, do, you, do you like this uh, traumatic memory thing? Science could erase bad memories. This is uh, Eternal Sunshine Sometime of Spotless the- Mind. That's the uh, premise of that movie. Um, with Jim is Carrey it? and uh, what's her face, Kate Winslet. I get that one mixed up all the time with Majestic because he did those two yes. kind of around the same time yes, period. Right. Yeah, and um, I'm always thinking, is that because Maj- I've seen Majestic, I haven't seen Eternal. It's a very strange Sunshine. movie. If you if you don't like artsy kind of weird movies, you I might don't. not like it. Um, but it, I really liked it. It was very very weird, very weird, but well done. And Jim Carrey. Normally, did, I don't really like good. weird movies. Yeah. yeah, the only weird movie I've, I think I've ever liked. Uh, that I can remember is th- that thing that Glenn loves so much, uh, the musical. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. For some reason, I liked it. <laughs> you ha- For some reason, you I You jump into it. the strangest wells. I know. I, I know. Just, I expect Glenn to like Moulin Rouge. That is good. I yeah. expect Glenn to like La La Land. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm bashing La La Land. We get off the air and pass like, by the way, La La Land was very good. <laughs> 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 like I'm a man either. of varied taste. Okay? Yes, I will admit. I, I, I didn't am, expect the La La Land. Though. I'm diverse. I'm inclusive. I did not. I did not expect the La La Land either. <laughs> I, I will not. That so that's you, did, you caught most of us off the <laughs> off the train right there. <clears throat> yeah. You know, by the way, La La Land was really good. Yeah, I know. You, yeah, you liked it. It seemed to stun the room. And that was her too. That was Emma Watson too, right? Wasn't that her? That? No, that was Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I get those two yeah. confused. Um, but she, they're, they're both, both super liberal too. Yes. Um, of course. Because she wore a Planned Parenthood pin. At the Oscars, if I remember Emma right. Stone? Emma Stone did. Jeez. I mean, there's no getting away from this stuff. No, there's I, not. I don't get there's it. There's not. So, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, or yes, whatever that is. that is a fictional movie. Um, <laughs> but they erased his memory? Right. So, you have spots, bad memories, right? Mm-hmm. And then, they will remove those, and you'll have Eternal Sunshine. Okay, I see. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Nice. All right. Uh, but it's a great... I actually really like the movie a lot. It's very weird, but uh, I really like it because it's it's one of those movies that all just the editing and all that crazy crap that happens that if you're... You know, you're it happens in radio, I think, a lot. And, and we do TV, obviously, um, as well as you wouldn't necessarily think by looking at this show that we care about visual elements. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, we go, we're in that world a little bit. And so it's v- really impressive on that front. Try but to it's do all, yourself. It's yeah. also... It's, it's a good movie. It's a little disturbing, but good. Mm. I, it also seems uh, this is kind of disturbing. They've they've done this apparently. They tried to take away traumatic memories from fish. A, how do you know they're traumatic memories right. to the fish? Right. Have, they, uh, have you talked to them about it? If you find a fish um, with a hook going through its mouth, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> that might a traumatic, be traumatic memory. Yeah. So in this study, they gave fish drugs that prevented the proteins that caused these long-term memories from being made, mm. and. 
from there, they discovered that they could actually target the long-term memories and delete them. Is that incredible? I mean, how? First of all, I'm surprised Pete is allowing this to happen to fish. Mm. It does, no seems kind of mean to the fish. What if they want those long-term mem- memories? So it's okay to put a, a hook in their mouth. It's just not okay to erase the memory of the hook in the exactly. mouth? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, because then you're presumably going to eat it. Well, yes, it's okay. probably not going to And then it's benefiting it. us. At that point. So uh, I mean, is the gonna fish going to taste better not remembering <laughs> the traumatic memory? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think know. so. I don't think that's the pitch. I don't know, but this is fascinating. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't know they could do this already, and apparently they're, they're experimenting on it with animals. That is bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. really weird. Um, also, a woman is throwing uh, threw some stones before using a gun to get rid of a noisy uh, neighbor's drone. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Uh, Here's a look at what happened there. She seems to be... Okay, so there's obviously no sound to this. She's picking up rocks. There you go. I would be pissed off. Throwing them at the drone. Yeah, you should, right? You should, right? I mean, that's funny. Badly missing the drone. Looks like a pretty nice house and a decent neighborhood. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, So now she's maybe going in there to get the gun, I hope, because I I want to see this How is this legal? I don't know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Drone flyer her, realizes gun. Yeah, I kind of don't blame her. I don't blame her. It looks like he's kind of peeping on her, and that's creepy for one Look, thing. I mean, he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's obviously illegal to do that to someone's house. Uh, however, it would also be illegal to fire a gun at it because bullets wind up uh, traveling a distance uh, and can hit somebody else. That's why it's so, yeah. so bad when they catch you like that. Is wow. this your video, Jeffy? I mean, when they... Oh, Oh, yeah, I, I would not be surprised. Um, uh, here's at Russia, 24 hours. They, uh, they did something pretty Im- impressive. Um, let's watch this. This is actually trying to make a house with a 3D printer. Check it out. With the advent of Appy's core technology, construction 3D printing opens a new round of evolution. Glenn would Thanks love this. to the innovative oh, yeah. design this of the printer. Appy's core technology consists of a mobile construction 3D printer and automatic <clears throat> mix and supply unit, which combine what? to make the construction printing process as much automated as possible wow. and almost eliminate the human factor. This equipment is unique and has no analogs in the world today. Apis Core is compact dimensions, no high way. printing speed, ease of transport, and maximum automation of the system. Is this real? on site takes know. no more than an hour. With so many advantages, the 3D printing technology easily accounted for competition with traditional methods of construction. The testing was successful, and the technology is ready for mass use. That is incredible. Oh, I mean, wow. This is, goes right into what Glenn has been talking about yeah. with all these jobs going away. Wow. That, that destroys the home construction industry. Can By you the way, imagine it, how many constru- I mean, tens, I'm not fighting that. hundreds of thousands. Look, it's, a, it's still a good thing, right? I mean, you're, if you could build a house that costs you $30,000. In 24 hours? But I mean, think about what it would do to home values. I mean, if a house, you could buy a house at $700,000 in some really nice neighborhood, uh, you know, and then next door they're building one for 18000 I mean, uh, can you imagine? That is unbelievable. Um, let's watch the rest. This yeah, is, uh, they're actually two. putting the house together. Let's, let's check it out. That is crazy. Appy's core construction 3D printing technology adapted for different methods of printed walls thermal insulation. This project used loose dry insulating material on one part of the house and polyurethane filler composition on the other. 
Now the other. Technology does not require fixtures and fills all voids in the space between the bearing wall and the outer concrete structure. Wow. Avoids the formation of cold bridges. On the inside, the printed house is no different from a regular concrete house. It is also comfortable and reliable. The house interior includes a hall, a bathroom, a living room, and a compact functional kitchen with the most modern appliances. The house size is 38 square meters. Construction costs what is that in English? $10,134, $10, which corresponds Jeez. to approximately $275 per square meter. And How much this, is that in American? In the shape complexity of I have the no building, idea. Prices include all works and materials for, for the construction of foundation, $10,000, exterior and interior finishing works, installation of heat insulation of walls, windows, floors, and ceilings. A regular square house made using materials of an average price category would cost about $223 per square meter. The use of Apis Core Construction 3D Printer allows to save up to 70% on erecting buildings boxes compared to traditional material and labor-intensive construction methods. That is amazing. I mean, um, the house, it doesn't, it's not the Taj no, Mahal, it, no, right? No, it's a, it's, it's a small example house they just built for 10 grand. Yeah. Again, that's before they scale this stuff up. Yeah. I mean, this is just like they've got this unit and they're just building it. I mean, it, you know, once this starts making money, I mean, you could probably do it even cheaper. You could build a $100,000 house for three hundred. I mean, a, a million-dollar house. For 100000 Or 30000 300000 Yeah. 30%. Yeah. That's wow. uh, that's pretty incredible. That's pretty staggering. Uh, and so, you know, it's obviously a small example house, but I mean, you can uh, you could scale that up pretty easily. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could probably have a big house done in a week if you can do that in a day. Jeez. Right. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, think about that, else. Jeffy. Maybe you won't be homeless anymore. Forever. You know, forever. I mean, I, I mean, probably will. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. I, that was a bad example. I mean, I mean, that that mm-hmm. house that they showed there, that thing is awful big for a uh, well, comparative what I got now. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Yeah, when did you get all that room? Yeah, plus $10,000, I mean, please. You, yeah. you well, can't even if begin you had, to comprehend If you could save you. for 10,000 lifetimes, uh-huh. perhaps. <laughs> you know. Could you save a dollar per lifetime, do you think? I don't know. <laughs> that's a lot to ask of you. Uh, here's what you maybe could do, though, um, and that's take a positive step toward self-reliance, Jeffy. I know that's a weird concept for you, but uh, for others... You know, they try to protect themselves and their families, and uh, they want to be ready, come what may, whether it's weather disaster or something else. The way his family can protect itself is to get away from him. And then secondarily, to get something mm-hmm. from my Patriot Supply. Uh, my Patriot Supply is the place, we, we trust these guys. They've t- taken a long time to make sure that all the food that you get with your emergency food uh, kits are good food. It mm-hmm. tastes good. It's easy to prepare, and it lasts up to 25 years. I can't tell you how many times when we were working on our food preparation for years, of it, it, when we first got married, was uh, you'll eat anything if you're hungry enough. Yeah, I, I guess, but I don't need to now, so it's really nice. You don't I, want to. You don't yeah. have to buy a bucket of rice and then try to figure out what to do with it later. <laughs> you can get four weeks of really delicious, easy-to-prepare food where you add water, and it's $99 for and, a four-week supply. And just to clarify, Pat and I aren't married to each other. He was talking about his wife, Jackie. That's correct. Uh, that's just, just in case. You. you just tuned in. 888-411-5290 is the number. 
888-411-5290. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Again, it's 99 bucks for four weeks of food. Just think about that. If you could, you, you could feed your, uh, yourself for, for an entire month for $99, I mean, it's a great deal, whether it's emergency food no or not. Kidding. This is the best emergency mm-hmm. food you're going to find on the market, and it's preparewiththeblaze.com. Go there now. Even they have pancakes on National they, Pancake they do. Day. Well, well, well. Hmm. Well, well, well. You know, uh, I've taken a strong stance against soda taxes. You really have. Um, yeah, you have. But never before did I realize how important my stance was. Um, in that uh, we now know that soda taxes are racist. That's why I've been opposed to them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I'm not. I, I knew. I knew from the beginning. Really? They were oh, racist. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is the argument made. Uh, oddly, uh, by the Seattle Times, argument goes like this. Blacks and Hispanics consume more sugary beverages than whites and Asians, while whites and Asians drink more diet beverages than blacks and Hispanics because the tax does not apply to diet beverages. Uh. It is racist. <laughs> Again, they just want does taxes tax, on everything. Is that true in Philadelphia? Um, I, it is in Philadelphia. It's not true everywhere. Um, yeah, I thought the diet you know, was I, included. But diet might not. be included in mm. Philly, but not in most places. Um, I know the I proposal was, yeah. proposal of Bloomberg back in the day did not include diet beverages, um, but I don't care. I mean, I, mm. it's horrible whether because you know, I'm a, a diet soda guy, but you know I, it doesn't matter. Like it, it does not matter. It should not be something that's taxed, whether it's diet, whether it's sugary. Right. You know, it's just ridiculous. Um, supporting data provided by the Seattle Times indicates that, that it is true that blacks and Hispanics drink more sugary beverages. When it comes to diet beverages, the four ethnic uh, groups um, were roughly equal. So really no difference there. Um, uh, so, I mean, I think just it's, it's pathetic, pathetic. Uh, the article says many researchers now say that drinking diet soda does not help with weight loss. Uh, of course, that's not actually true. Um, consuming fewer calories is necessary to lose weight. So, yes, diet soda can help people lose weight. Uh, Mr. Balk is wrong again when he writes this. The Arthur, his name is Mr. Balk. There are more uh, uh, questions regarding uh, the long-term effects of consuming these artificial sweeteners. Uh, no, they're not. No, they're not. And we've covered that many times. Um, how about this? This is uh, Coca-Cola. Are you had. forgetting Rumsfeld Plague? I am forgetting Rumsfeld Plague yeah, intentionally. I thought, you were. I, I thought you were. I'm a, a neocon. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Thank you. Uh, here is uh, Coca-Cola's uh, new ad. This is uh, getting a lot of reaction on social media. Tell me what is you this think. Is it supposed to be sexy or something? Is mm. that what the... Mm. It's kind of fun. It's called domestic abuse, is what you're saying there. Uh Domestic abuse. Brother and sister fight that way? Somebody else will argue that. He brought his own. <laughs> oh, oh, no, she brought it. The mom, mom actually, oh, my heck. That is unbelievable. I saw that coming. Oh, my gosh. That is, is it necessary? I guess it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's necessary to make everything about homosexuality. 
it's it's got to it's got to permeate everything. Did you notice no transgendered uh, appearances there at all? Which I think. Oh is my wrong. gosh! Thank wrong. you for unless the girl is really a guy. We don't know for sure. <laughs> That's a good point. We did not <laughs> investigate that. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised because it's funny because that is really you know a is it a story? No, right? I mean, it's, no, it's fine. The fact that a social media reaction to something just means it exists. Right. Uh, and that is not a uh, it's not a standard for a story. It's the same thing you were talking about with the transgendered yes. story. It's like mm-hmm. uh, a transgender person reacted negatively to a, uh, an element of their lives. <laughs> well, that's not a story. It's, <laughs> it's really not a story. Not. It's also not a story when I react something to something but negative Stu, in my life. But Stu, someone tweeted about it. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. God. I, I, every time I hear that phrase, there's one particular broadcast that I, that I won't mention. <laughs> Uh, one person tweeted, blah, 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 blah. Another person tweeted, blah, 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 blah. So what? All things have been tweeted. That is not a news story. What's the broadcast that does that? I'm not going to Come on. What was the particular I'm broadcast you're talking about? Share it with tell you. you know what? It's called the Jeff Fisher Show. I saw that. Liar. <laughs> so, and you know what? People tweet about it all the time, and they tweet about that it's the most listened to weekly broadcast on the Blaze Radio. No network. one's ever tweeted it. No one's ever told you. Know, that's not true. You will fix that problem by the that end of the day. That is not true because I already have. But <laughs> uh, by the way, on, we were talking about local news not understanding stories. Um, this is a very typical program, and I will our problem with local news. And, and the first person I've ever seen pointed out was Conan O'Brien. And Conan did multiple yes. great montages yeah. of local news repeating the exact same joke the exact same way. And one of them was I scream, you scream, we all scream for. And then it was something else. It wasn't ice cream. I can't remember what it was. And that was they've done they do that where they'll say it the exact same way. Mm-hmm. The another another one I saw yesterday that Conan did was And a lot of them went, Ice cream, you scream. Well, you, you get know the, the rest. Point. That's what it was. You know the rest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that was because <laughs> I guess it was in some syndicated script that went to all the yeah, local yes. news stations. Yeah. This the last one I watched last night from Conan was really funny. It was uh, um, Oh God, I had it. Now I've lost it. Crap. Anyway, a little Rick Perry moment for you there. But this one is, um, uh, we, 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 I, I had this because I heard it on multiple uh, broadcasts, including the one I was just mentioning, that tweets, talks about tweeting all the time. Okay. Uh, and, and it's not included in the this Jeff particular Fisher montage. The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network? No. Uh, it was um, uh, Hasta La Vista Baby to describe, um, uh, uh, what's his face, Schwarzenegger leaving The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Just such an obvious joke. You knew right. they'd all try it, and we found it. Watch. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger has one thing to say to the Apprentice television show and President Trump. Hasta la vista, baby. So bad. Yep, he's quitting. Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, Dan? Come on. Hasta, Hasta la vida. <laughs> Live in la vida loca, he baby. He makes those two. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, he's saying that to NBC's Celebrity Apprentice. Arnold Schwarzenegger is saying hasta la vista to NBC's Celebrity Apprentice. Arnold Schwarzenegger is saying hasta la vista to NBC's Celebrity Apprentice. Arnold says hasta la vista, baby, to The Apprentice after only one season. Let's talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger because right. he has said... Hasta la vista <laughs> to the new Celebrity Apprentice here on NBC. <laughs> Look at the little chuckle at the end. It's so good. Uh, oh, by the way, the Conan O'Brien one. Um, are you going to buy yourself a Christmas present or one or two or ten? Oh, yeah. And they all do it. And they, <laughs> yeah. like, He's got like 30 of them uh, who do it. This one I think is just a crappy joke they're all repeating. I don't think it's part of a syndicated news thing, but... Uh, mm. When he comes back for season two of The uh, Apprentice, and they're like, oh, he's going to come back? Oh, my gosh. He, uh, I heard when he left, he said, 
I'll be back. <laughs> we'll pull that one for you when that happens. Oh, just Apparently, Arnold isn't fired after all. <laughs> uh, it's really funny, too, that some of them don't even, I mean, it's in the teleprompter, and they don't know how to pronounce hasta la vista, and they say hasta. Right, because that's uh, how it's Arnold written. Schwarzenegger is saying hasta <laughs> la vista, right. baby, <laughs> to the Celebrity Apprentice. Well, and that makes it so much better. So much, so much worse. <laughs> it's just uh, it's so, so good. Because they, uh, you know, you got to believe that half of the anchors are too young to even know yeah. what the catchphrase is. They're just repeating, yes. you know, just reading it. I mean, straight out, have yes. no idea why they're even saying it. Um, and uh, so <laughs> That's they're probably saying, true. Yeah, yeah. Probably, um, there's one other story I wanted to bring up before we, uh, we go to break here. And we have spoons on the other side. Um, this is a great example of what happens with stupid government. And here's something that t- Donald Trump could solve probably in five minutes. Um, uh, this is uh, University of California, Berkeley. Um, they had a, an online library that had more than 20,000 videos of lectures that was available to everyone. Cal Berkeley, you know, mm-hmm. high-priced school, 20,000. They decided, you know, let's make them available so people can just watch the lectures and learn on their own. Great idea. Great thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is great because Berkeley basically ushered in this era that is going to screw them here. Um, but the federal government left them no other choice than to delete all of them. Why? Two employees of a university for the School of the Deaf in Washington, D.C. filed a complaint with the Department of Justice alleging that Berkeley's online content was inaccessible to the hearing disabled oh community. Oh, my gosh. After looking into the matter, the DOJ determined that Berkeley had indeed violated the Americans with Disabilities Act. Berkeley had two choices, spend a fortune adding closed captioning to the videos or remove them from public view. They decided to remove them. So they are deleting 20,000 lectures from Cal Berkeley that were available to everyone for free and now are not. That is absolutely agonizing. Great. So we should bring that back for radio tomorrow, too. What a world. Unbelievable. More patents, too, coming up. You're right. They brought it on themselves. And food. We have something new from Cheetos, uh, but not the cheesy delight that you'd normally be thinking. And pancakes. And pancakes. Right. And pancakes. Ah, welcome back. It's a fabulous day. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is our phone number. Look at this. We, I think we had. All, did, have we had these before? Uh, we have had uh, Cheetos Sweetos before. Okay. Uh, Cheetos Sweetos are a delicious product made by the fine folks at Cheetos, um, and they made these uh, cinnamon sugar puffs that we had last year, I believe, um, oh, and which was one of our favorite things in this general oh, vicinity. I think we ate the whole bag. We ate day. the whole bag, and I will say this is one of those. And you know, because we try so much junk food here. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. always dive back in and mm-hmm. buy the stuff for my house because you know we're always kind of constantly mm-hmm. buying them here. These I have purchased multiple times. Oh, have you for my house oh, um, wow. when they come out because they're not all the time. I think they come on and off the market. Um, so we have the cinnamon sugar ones, which we've uh, purchased again. We've already tried, and we will try them again. However, they have a new flavor here, and it's this kind. Oh yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's a superhero moment. They smell good. They smell like caramel, like crazy. Yes, they do. Oh my god! You want to dump some out here? Yeah, let's just grab. Now I'm a big fan of these. Anyway, they definitely smell caramely. Wow. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Very puffy. Yeah, good. 
Yeah, but they are puffy. They're light and puffy and caramely. They're very, I mean, there's a very hard hit when you first bite in, which is almost mm-hmm. salty, a salty caramel. I'm going to the puff. I will mm. say, if I close my eyes, I could almost think of these as normal Cheetos. They're almost like mm-hmm. cheesy tasting. Mm. I like them. I do too. They're good. It would be like almost them. impossible to open a bag of those. And, and just have one or two. <laughs> now I'll say. You'd be eating them all day. I'm going to try to com- a comparison point here. A few of these uh, cinnamon sugars. Not because I just want to eat them. Uh-huh. It's because, you know, science comparisons. You know, science. Mm. Oh, cinnamon good, though. The cinnamon sugar ones are, are fantastic to me. I think the cinnamon ones are even better than the caramel, and I love the caramel. I will, mm-hmm. They are, I think. Because the thing they did with this, which is a really interesting little twist when you're making a snack like this. You gotta have the cinnamon and sugar. You know that going in, but the, what they do is they add the little, the little vibe of uh, of a buttery taste in there. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a cinnamon toast flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those are fantastic. I mean, mm. those are a real home run. You know, I'll give these a fourteen, and these a fifteen. Okay, so caramel fourteen, cinnamon sugar fifteen from Pat. Jeffy, scale from one to eighteen, as eighteen is the highest number you can count to. Mm, the caramel ones are good. They, they do. <laughs> Man. That this wasn't a, the question. This is the best part of this segment. Just trying to see him get mm-hmm. to a number. Yeah, because it's impossible. I thought that's what you wanted me to do. I was trying to get right, there so with do, telling you how good they were. So Caramel do. ones are good. Cinnamon ones are even better. So it probably should be ranked higher than the caramel. <laughs> yes, Jeffy. Do you have a number? If the cinnamon I ones do. are better, you should make I do have a number. Dirk Nowitzki, the Dallas Mavericks. Forty-one. Going to get thirty thousand, thirty thousand points tonight. Oh, really? For the Dallas Mavericks. Do you believe that? Uh, that's not the number we. That's are unbelievable for to me. Here. I don't really care. Wow. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Carmel's probably. What'd you say, Pat? Thirteen. Why? Are you no, I said fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me give you an actual so, number. I will give um, these the cinnamon sugar ones a sixteen. I'm a huge fan of these. Whoa! Wow. Uh, if you're gonna have, if you want a sweet snack that's crunchy, mm-hmm. uh, can't say enough about the Cheetos Sweetos Cinnamon Sugar Puffs. Yeah. These would be great on a long car trip where you're just you, you don't want to get messy stuff all over right. you while you're driving, yeah. or open up messy stuff in the car and have crap and crumbs all over the. Pl- it, they're great. We like them because they're clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the caramel ones aren't bad. I, I, I definitely like them. No, they're good. But they're they're a downgrade to me from c- cinnamon well, sugar. The cinnamon. I'll, I'll hit the, the caramel ones. I'll give a twelve. Oh, so sixteen and a twelve for the me. The caramel ones you can mm. eat alone, but they'd be better with milk. The cinnamon ones. <laughs> the cinnamon ones you can just eat alone. Every time. I just. I'm gonna hit him so hard. I hate It'll him. It'll kill his whole. Family. I actually really despise him. Mm-hmm. It used to be a bit. It's you not can't, a bit. You can't help but. Mm-hmm. You can't help but hate his guts. All right. So buy these. They're good. All right. We're gonna get to one of the strangest customs in Congress, and take a look at what that is, because there's a lot of strange customs, but. Here's the strangest. Here it is. There, right there. Blew out my eardrum. On the first day of a new session, they display their bouquets on their Senate desks. Custom had to be stopped in 1914 after arrangements became so ostentatious that they block the aisles. Really? That's weird. I've never heard of that. 
and they hid the senators from view. One tradition still going on strong in 2017. They still got plenty of advice. Senators taking things to, to extremes. Okay. Yeah, eh. A little joke there at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, my air, air uh, headphones blew out there. So. Why? I don't know. Just a large screeching noise in the middle. Uh, extreme pain oh, in weird. the ear. Um, so I don't know if mm. I, I assume I'm on. Didn't seem to you last are. long enough. You ought to try to stick them back in again. Really? Just to see if I they work. Yeah, just see if they try work. it again. I, I guess I could. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that is very weird. Um, I would think too Never that would be banned by some like you can't give <clears throat> gifts to Congress type of act that is now in place that was right. back then. Yeah. Mm, so that's kind of uh, bizarre. Um, Plus, you know those Diggleberries were sending themselves flowers just to show off in front of their, their peers. Yeah. Oh, I got the most flowers. More women like me. I mean, that's embarrassing. It's weird and embarrassing. I mean, I guess in theory, like, there is a, a moment which would be, it would be nice if we actually respected what these guys did. <laughs> uh, but then we get health care bills like we got today. And it's like, the last thing I want to do is send them flowers. Boy, no kidding. I want to send them, uh, you know, uh, rotting uh, foods so they don't, like, smell up their offices. Rotting fish would be good. Rotting fish is a good one. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a really good one. I wonder oh. if we should launch an effort. Perhaps that would be... As long as the fish have their memory erased. Advice? Is that what you were about to say? It would be ill-advised. Yeah, probably ill-advised. As long as the fish have their memories erased. 888-727-BECK. There is more patents to uh, coming <laughs> Momentarily. We love you, Cheetos. We love you, Chester the Cheetah. It is Pat and Stu, 888-727-BET. Glenn recently talked with his team in the think tank uh, about Obamacare and the new immigration plan, which, fantastic. I mean, he didn't get rid of DACA, which we're all really excited about. Yeah, we're going to do that. Continuing the dream people thing, uh, which is awesome. Well, healthcare, you want to keep most of Obamacare. And you want to keep keep most. The majority of it. Of Obamacare. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe eliminate a couple of things. Mm. And maybe not. Maybe just delay some of it. Um, anyway, here's their discussion on a recent think tank. All right, where do we start here on the uh, the next? Um, see, we start with uh, Andrea. You want to you want to hit the Rand Paul speaking yeah. of secret courts? The secret r- meetings falls yeah. right in line with that. So yeah. Republicans are trying to decide what this next health care bill is going to look like, and they're doing it behind closed doors. And so Rand Paul basically called them out this week. Uh, well, why don't we just look at the SOT, SOT 2. We're here today because I would like to read the Obamacare bill. If you recall, when Obamacare was passed in 2010, 2009, 2010, Nancy Pelosi said, you'll know what's in it after we pass it. The Republican Party shouldn't act in the same way. We want to see the bill. We have many objections. There are many parts of what they're proposing, and of course we've not gotten any of this in writing. I got it from Politico. All right? I haven't gotten anything in writing from anyone. So we're here asking for a written copy of this because this should be an open and transparent process. It's driving me so nuts. How come he was such a failure on the campaign trail? Well, <laughs> he's right about that I know, stuff. No, he's right about a lot of stuff, but he was horrible on the campaign but trail. Thank goodness he is drawing attention to this because it, it begs the question, is it right for our representatives no. not to be able to see the bill? No. Everybody should be able to see this because as an American citizen, I vote for a representative to represent me, and if they can't see it, 
that's not representing the American people. It's awful. It is absolutely what the Democrats did. Caleb's going to disagree here. They're they're saying that the reason why um, uh, they're doing this is because Trump does not want a repeal without a significant replacement. And, you know, there's rumors it's going to be almost the same deal, just slightly different. But I I don't I think part of this is Trump. But I think part of this is the problems we've seen with Congress and the Senate for so long. It's these rhino Republicans that get in there and they would prefer to have the power themselves and decide for the rest of the country behind a closed door. Well, I don't know how how Paul Ryan was the Antichrist two years ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's the <laughs> best friend of the president, and everybody's cheering. <laughs> so he, he wasn't a friend of the president in the campaign process. It, Republicans bow every time to the person that's in power, regardless of who it is. So I, I actually, I, I really like Rand Paul, but it's not completely true. We do have some of it. I, there's about 37 pages. That's what they've leaked, though. Yeah. No, this is a, this is what Paul Ryan published June 22nd, 2016. Right. This is yeah. their initial outline of what their health care reform is going to look like. They're saying it's pages. changed a lot. They're, yeah, and they're saying that it's hundreds of pages. Yeah, and of course it's going to expand. But the, the, the process right now, as Paul Ryan was explaining it over the weekend, was what they're doing differently from the Democrats is instead of taking one bill, shoving down their throat, they're taking the bill and they're going to each subcommittee who helps craft the bill and letting them build off of this original 37 pages. So we, already, we have a good outline of what their plan is going to look like. But I agree with you. We should, before they start voting, we need to see the full text. But I like Rand Paul, but a little of it is out there. There is some on paper we can read. But as a representative, you don't want to just read 37 pages and give it to everybody and yeah, say, and I'll, hey. I'll accept that if they give everybody a legitimate amount of time to read before it's voted on. If they they announce it the night before and, oh, here's the bill, and it's night before the vote, forget it. The pressure to pass it at that point for all of these representatives is is so high that they don't take the time to really debate. You know, I look back at our founding father era. They would spend weeks in a hot room debating an issue. I think that some of these decisions should be debated on the floor. And if it takes them a few weeks debating health care, let it happen. Let C-SPAN cover it live because that's where ideas are sharpened and, and you get the best possible result for the who American is going people. To, who, who here likes the new health care plan? Well, we for don't really know what it is. No, for the oh, company. For the company? Oh, yeah. Who likes the new company health care plan? Yeah. I mean, I haven't actually One. had an issue you yet. You haven't had an issue yet? Two, really, three. Yeah. Caleb has to still early in the year for well, us. Maybe it's just my circle. It, yeah. I mean, everybody in my circle is dying because can't get the medicine that we want. Can't get the treatment that you want. Your doctor will say something. And you're like, you've had this. I've had an issue. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's not fun. It, it, it is something that we agonized over for. Well, I know that long Misty was doing almost a year's worth of work months to be able to do just the health care for the people who work in this building. What? The, are you kidding me? We, the, the people who are supposed to be agonizing on it are all of our representatives, not just a handful. Yeah. And if they're only given a few hours, it's, it's just as bad, if not worse, than the Democrats because we are supposed to know better. We were, outra- we were outraged last time this happened. Agreed. It's, I just think Rand Paul should, shouldn't say there's nothing out there because yeah. there's, 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 there's a foundation out there. Who's leading this up? Is it like leading up the whole 
Oh, is it Paul Ryan? It's Paul Ryan. And then is there anyone else that we know of? He's sent it off to the different subcommittees that are going to do uh, Let me go to Jason. Jason, the new executive order today on immigration. Yep, signed today. Um, basically, they were like a lot smarter than they were before. They dropped off. It's still, instead of seven countries, it's uh, six countries that are affected. Who are they dropping? They dropped Iraq. Iraq. Dropped yeah. Iraq, yep. Um, but yeah, they only wanted to get that guy from the Oscars. That's it. He <laughs> was from Iran. I'm shocked he didn't add Mexico as part of it now. That just is a little. Um, it's, Iraq and adding them. I, I, I take issue with the way it's being reported because they're still saying it's uh, six Muslim majority countries, which is so misleading. Um, you could just say six conflict zones in, in the world where there's current terrorist recruitment, you know. And well, they would have if Barack Obama would have done it. Huh? <laughs> they would have done that if Barack Obama would have would have issued this executive order. Oh, sure. It's only 18% of the Muslim world population. Right, it's, and it's still, it's very, it's incredibly weak. Like most of the threat is like we've talked about before that's in like Western Europe right now. Mm. Immigrants that are already still there, there's, there's no, so he was very, very conservative with this, very. He also added in uh, green, green card holders aren't, uh, aren't uh, affected this time. Current visa holders are not uh, affected this time. Syrians, refugees are not on an indefinite uh, ban. Uh, he changed that. It was done a lot smarter. Plus, it doesn't go in effect immediately today. It's like a 10-day wait period, I think. Oh, really? So they actually learned a little bit from last time. So oh, that's, that's good. Kudos. That's good. That's good. And uh, Nathan, Tony Blair. The Tony Blair thing. So the, it's the Daily Mail, Daily Mail in the UK that had this story over the weekend reporting about his three secret meetings that he's had since September with Jared Kushner. And there's there's claiming that they have a source that says uh, he's basically interviewing for to be some sort of special Middle Eastern envoy of the Trump administration. So it's just kind of strange. Uh, Warning. Warning. Yeah. Uh, well, the, <clears throat> this is what we worried about because as all of his children uh, are liberals, like hardcore liberals. And so Kushner, I, I, I'm assuming, is, is as well. I don't know, but I'm assuming. But Tony Blair is a card-carrying member of the Fabian Society, best friends with the Clintons. I mean, he was the one that kind of orchestrated along with President Bush this whole new world order that was going to happen in the Middle East and all this interventionalism that was going to take place. He is the guy that basically he's the exact opposite of what Trump campaigned on as far as the, what the role the United States would play out in the world. What the he, exact opposite. But what he campaigned on, not what he is or what he's willing to do. Right. I think that's the key. Well, I, and you, you see a huge change in the way they're, they're looking at foreign policy now. They're look, going more toward, like he said a lot of stuff before, but now this kind of, they're, he's kind of taking a step back. Tillerson's a whole lot smarter than we thought. Um, General Mattis. Have you guys read the it. story of how Reince Priebus is being treated as the president on Capitol Hill? No. Yeah, they're, they're saying that he's really the de facto president here, that the people on Capitol Hill are not reaching out to Trump. They're just reaching out to Reince. Because Reince is the one that's really kind of setting the agenda, et cetera. Do well, you how, believe how that? Will Trump keep track of what's going on with The Apprentice? I mean, he won't know. And there's no way uh, Bannon would allow uh, Reince to be the, the actual president. president. Bannon. 